Welcome to an episode of Down for the Turnaround. We are your hosts, Damon and Kyle. How's it going, my friend? It is going well. It has been one long week. I'm ready for this weekend because I just found out I am indeed going to see everything, everywhere, all at once, Saturday. Nice. While my, my mom and sister go to see the movie that shall not be talked about. Shame on them. Shame, shame. I'm shaming you in public. Uh, forum. <laughs> shame. Um, and yeah, I'm just very excited. You, you got any fun plans for the weekend? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> First payday is tomorrow, so that's what's Woo! up. But uh, up. yeah, it's been a long time coming. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm glad you're seeing it, though. I want to hear your thoughts. I am, I am dying to see that movie. I think I'm going to try and do a double bill of seeing that and unbearable weight of massive talent in the same day. So I can just have be in like heaven for a whole day. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, also, we have our both of our producers joining us today. We got Anna H and Ryan. How's it going, guys? It's going. It is. It is indeed. Anna. Oh, you know. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan G. The G is for it's going. <laughs> <laughs> it's just go. going. Um, it is that kind of week. I, I feel that. Um, so. We're here. Why are we here, Kyle? We got a, something dropped. Something, you know, something. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it. Yeah, little indie movie from the studio that's just going to make it someday. Um, no, the trailer for Lord, uh, Thor Love and Thunder just dropped. Um, and it's great. <laughs> it's only like a minute and 30, which I think is great. I think we are kind of edging back into the age of trailers, not giving away the entire movie, which I am so here for. Um, this trailer like gives us a general vibe of what the movie's going to be like, but there's still a lot to talk about. So yeah, just like general general thoughts. Uh, Ryan, what'd you think of the trailer for for Thor: Love and Thunder? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, it, uh, it like you said, it, it didn't give a ton away. Um, a lot of the stuff, obviously, like Thor being with the Guardians and like him trying to find himself and like new Asgard, we all, you know, either knew about that or, or had an idea of what those were going to be. So it didn't give away a lot, but um, the glimpses were really fun. And, uh, you know, mixing in the, um, the sweet child of mine. So continuing with the, the MCU, like throwback uh, music used in a different way, which is really cool. And um, yeah, the, uh, the, the big reveal of, um, uh, Jane Foster's Thor, the new Thor at the end was pretty dope. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm really excited. Hell yeah, Anna, were you were you digging this trailer? What 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 popped up in your head when you first saw it? What was just what did you gravitate towards? Oh, you guys are gonna get so mad at me if I tell you. <laughs> oh God. So here we go. Cork's pants. Number one, we're just the most extra thing I've ever seen. And Taika's just an extra bitch, and he finds like little subtle ways to be extra in everything he does. So that was just fantastic. Um, 
I mean, obviously for all the reasons Ryan mentioned, so I'm just going for little tiny details here. Uh, the goats, the magical flying goats from New Asgard. I thought those were pretty cool. I was pretty excited to see them. Um, I mean, what you see Chris Hemsworth making out with this pirate chick, you know, Valkyrie's, you know, dressed up in her men in black suit because she's with the Guardians at three. She's got to go to men in black by five. Uh, <laughs> I think Ryan shared that meme, so I totally just stole that. Um, oh, it's funny because Chris is in it too. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of little subtle retro throwbacks, which I really appreciate. And I know we saw a lot of that in Loki, but we're seeing that a lot now in the, the Thor side of things. So it's a really interesting translation. I agree. Um, I just found it to be so vibrant. Like, it, it you know, it def definitely has that similar kind of vibe to Ragnarok as far as the colors, but it, it even feels even even different from that. It just has this very lively feel to it, very fun and energetic, which is interesting considering the fact that we are about to have a god butcher come and, and murder some gods. And I just love that we don't, even see any of that at at all we literally see like one con like two two kind of conflicts happening one thor is just like not about it he's like yeah this is boring i'm gonna go chill over here i'm gonna just turn my back do whatever another one is when jane shows up and like watching the trailer i was trying to watch like what is happening behind her like there's people fighting on top of cars and everything so i'm very intrigued to see what's going on with that but other than that those shots it's a very fun and light trailer, and I like not knowing what the actual plot or story is, because like Kyle said, too often we're pretty much shown the entire movie in trailers, so the fact that this is an actual teaser, and I hope we don't even get a theatrical trailer, hopefully, um, it just stays like this, I'd be happy. Um, I don't want to hear Christian Bale as, as gore until we see him in the movie, and we figure out what what's happening. Is he going to kill Russell Crowe? Probably. Um, that's going to be fun. And yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to see in this trailer, even though we really don't see too much. Um, who is the pirate girl that he is he's kissing? Really interesting. Like she had like blue hair. That that's really cool. And we know the guardians guardians are in it. And what role do they really play? Are they going to be big parts? Or are they just going to be there until Thor has to go off and do something else? Are they still searching for Gamora? Um, and like Ryan said, the needle drop for Sweet Child of Mine is just, it's just so good. Taika really, him and James Gunn just need to keep doing fun stuff with their music. And I think they're going to, I just, I'm ready for whatever Taika has to give us. Uh, Anna. So the fun thing about that song is not only is it an absolute banger, the lyrics actually translate very well to Thor's journey. Like if you read the lyrics from start to finish in that song, it parallels from the original movie all the way pretty much into where he is at this juncture in the MCU. So it definitely works on multiple levels. Interesting. I like that. Kyle, yeah. what were your uh, main takeaways from the trailer? Yeah, I'm... um. I'm glad you brought it, Russell Crowe. So, first of all, canon con confirmation of the fact that we have Zeus in the MCU. That's wild. Uh, like, I know I know Marvel, like, in the comics, has a version of 
Hercules, um, and of course they have the Norse gods with like Thor and Loki. I'm curious to see what they do with Zeus. I think it's funny. I think it would be really funny if they brought in Zeus just for him to be the first god that Gore kills. <laughs> like he's in the movie for ten minutes and then he's toast. Um, I, I was getting um, vague uh, Zeus from uh, the Hercules movie vibes, just like <laughs> like you know, big like guy who's just hamming it up and like wants to have a good time and you know, <laughs> it, like just utterly defeated by his enemy. <laughs> at the end so although i'm God, i hope so but yeah th- those were the, the vibes that i got from this version of zeus yeah yeah absolutely and i also also um i didn't maybe i i just have maybe like stayed away from news revolving around this movie i had no clue russell crowe was praying playing him like i saw the trailer and of course we don't see russell in the trailer we just see kind of like the back uh, the profile of zeus and then i looked the movie up on imdb and like one of the first confirmed cast members is russell crew crow as zeus and i was like i was pissed for a while i was like imdb is just out here spoiling things in broad daylight like what's what's the deal here i guess it's not a secret so I, i'm not mad anymore but um that's cool love russell crow love zeus that's interesting to me anna what's up so interestingly I don't know if you guys follow Zoe Saldana on Instagram. I might be the only one here who does. She's been posting a lot of photos and videos of her dressed as Gamora, but Gamora was not in the trailer. So I want to know if she's going to be in the movie at all. Ooh. So, okay, question. Is she posting it, like, recently? Because they've been filming the Guardians, of course. Yeah. They've been filming Guardians 3, so... So it could be. I mean, it's been pretty sporadic. I mean, it, a lot of it has been recently, but I think it's been a little bit spread throughout. But it's just something that I wanted to bring up because I know, like she, she did pass away in one of the older movies. So, is she going to be in a bridge from this movie, or is it going to be solely Guardians Three? Because you look, you see Mantis, you see Drax, you see, um, I think it was Groot in the picture. It's like yeah, they're all there. It's yeah. I, I think. Well, I mean, as we know, after Endgame 2014, uh, Gamora is out there. You know, like that's I'm kind of assuming at this point that that's the plot of Guardians 3 is is them trying to to find her. Um, so it's possible. Yeah. Like Damon said earlier, it's possible that maybe we get them at the, in the beginning of this movie kind of helping Thor out. And then as he starts to branch off on his own journey, trying to stop Gore, trying to help Jane, they then maybe get a lead on the Gamora search and we they leave like they're only in the movie for the first quarter of the movie. Um, so I'm intrigued by that. I do really, really like that. We didn't get a single bit of gore. I'm with Damon. I don't want to see anything Christian Bale until the movie. Cause it like, I don't know. I don't fully know the comics that this movie's based off of. I've read a good bit of Jason Aaron's run that they're basing the female Thor off of. And I've, I've read a, some of the stuff with gore, He's a really tragic character in the comics and makes for a very compelling villain. So if they do this right, he could he could end up being a, like one of the best MCU villains, I think. Um, and so Christian Bale is a great pick for that. Like we know he's a great actor. He's not unfamiliar with the comic book world. <laughs> um, and he even said like in 2012, he was like, I'm done with movies like this after Dark Knight Rises. And he was like, I just don't want to play this kind of role anymore. And I apparently after meeting with Taika personally and reading the script, he was sold. So it's fun that we've been seeing a lot of that, like with Ethan Hawke in um, Moon Knight. He he said he's like, you could never con- convince me to do one of those franchises. And he literally 
sat down for lunch with Oscar Isaac and he was like, all right, cool, I'll do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm curious to see what Gore brings. Uh, I love the needle drop of Sweet Child of Mine. I'll be the first to say, and this is my hot take, I know Ryan's a big Ragnarok lover. I don't love the use of immigrant song in Ragnarok. I think it's fun the first time in the movie. And then I think it gets really overbearing the rest in the rest of the movie. Um, and it's fine in the trailer. But I think the the sweet child of mine drop in the trailer here just felt very like natural. Um, and I was into it. And Anna made a really good point. I didn't really put that together. But the fact that it lines up really well with Thor's journey as a character is is really interesting. Um, I'm curious about the way jo- Jane is going to be brought into the movie. Like, is it is she going to show up having already become you know, Thor or having become this warrior and, and is already worthy of the hammer or is it more of a, like, is this movie based entirely in space? Are we going to spend some time on earth seeing how she came to this point? Like, I am curious about how they bring in her side of the the story. Cause this, I mean, I think we can probably all agree that this is definitely like Chris Hemsworth last outing, at least in the lead role. I think that we'll probably see him again in Avengers movies or maybe in another Thor movie, but not in the lead role. Like, I think this is phase four has kind of been them passing the torch on to the next generation of these main heroes, you know, Hawkeye and um, Captain America. So I, I think that that's going to be the case with Thor. If he doesn't leave, I think it'll be him passing it on and maybe taking a step back as like a, a mentor role, you know? Um, but Damon, what do you think about like Natalie Portman's role? Do you think, when we meet her, she'll be, it'll be like that shot in the trailer. Like she'll be already fully suited up or like, what do you think is going to happen? I don't, you know, it's possible that could be the first shot. And then maybe who knows, maybe we get a Marvel flashback is like, you're wondering maybe how I got here. Kind of a Ragnarok kind of throwback. And then we, we flash back to Jane chilling, doing some work and maybe, maybe I heard, you know, this theory I heard a couple times that, the of course the hammer is sentient or that it has some sort of ability intelligence of its own and maybe she without knowing it calls out for help and hearing her you know reforges itself and comes to her that that'd be really cool um i'd I'd like that or just to i want to see what happens i don't want to just her be there it's like oh you're thor now cool and has her tell us i want to see it happen i really hope it's almost a dull story. The whole movie Jane's story in Thor's like intertwined and how important it is to the movie. Um, I'm Ryan, what were your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. We definitely want to get that background, but like we also need the background on the hammer itself. Cause you can see in the trailer that it's been repaired. So this is very clearly the hammer that Hera, Hela broke in Ragnarok, as opposed to, you know, one from another multiverse or something. So we would also need that download, you know, how did, did the hammer fix itself? Does it have that magic capability or, you know, was it repaired by someone else? Um, you know, it'd be really interesting to see that. And, and like you guys said, I am also glad that there wasn't gore in this trailer. Um, not, not quite for the same reasons. Like I'd be fine if he's in another trailer or whatever, but I, I just thought, with the reveal at Jane at the end, I, I thought I wanted, I'm glad that she got that shine. I think um, a gore, you know, reveal on top of everything else would have taken away from that a little bit. So I'm glad that he at least wasn't in this trailer and 
yeah, I wouldn't mind if he wasn't in another one, If assuming there is another one, or I, I wouldn't care either way. But I'm glad that he at least wasn't in this one. So, Ryan, do you think we're getting Jane throughout the movie? Is this like going to be a relatively early appearance? I think I'm, I'm going to guess the movie's probably at least two hours long. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think we will get her relatively early. I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, this is projecting way out in front, but I, I'm assuming we're going to start with, um, you know, Hemsworth, Thor, and the Guardians, and then uh, I would imagine that we get Jane sometime early in the movie, if not, like, at the very beginning. Okay, okay. Anna, um, do you think we're the Guardians are short for this movie? Are we not going to be around them for very long, or are they going to be there throughout? I feel like they're going to be there throughout. They did a lot of heavy emphasis on Chris Pratt in this versus Thor, right? Although I do have to say, I really enjoyed the scene where they were talking about um, like being viewed by the person you love or whatever, and then you just see Chris Hemsworth's face fan over. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that is exactly what should happen. More Chris Hemsworth, less Chris Pratt. Um, regardless of how we feel about Pratt, the Chris's have really good chemistry together. And uh, I, I like their scenes, so I'm, I'm okay if that, that keeps happening. Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's so funny. Every time the two of them are on screen together, like, I, I think it's just dynamic. Like, I laugh hysterically every single time. Okay. Let's go around, everybody, your favorite shot of the of the trailer. Kyle. Um, that's tough. There's That's one thing I really love about the trailer is it's very visually striking. And Taika, obviously, that's his bread and butter. Like, he knows how to do that very well. Um, I'm probably going to say, maybe this is low-hanging fruit, but the shot that is, I mean, it's essentially directly ripped from Jason Aaron's The Mighty Thor, which is, you see Thor and Korg standing in front of this big kind of, like, rock formation that looks like the face of a god. Again, that is ripped straight from a panel of uh, the Mighty Thor, which is very formative in Jane's run and becoming Thor. Um, I thought that shot was beautiful. Like that, there's a lot of shots like that in this trailer that were very like, holy shit! That you know, that's that's huge. And that was the biggest one. So that's my pick. All right, Ryan, what, what's yours? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's like you know, Jane getting the hammer. We, we've talked about that a lot. Um, but since we have mentioned that, I'm going to go with. Um, one of Zeus like holding up the lightning bolt and that like Proto Olympus is just like a really funny moment and, and what I'm sure is going to be a, a very amusing uh, few scenes at uh, that location. So. I dig that. I, I really hope it's a really fun and lively spot just because like you know when we were able to go to the different spots in Ragnarok um, you know and see the Colosseum and everything that was just such a cool world with the with the grandfather and uh, so yeah that's a great one. Anna, what's your favorite? So Kyle and Ryan took the two I was going to mention. So shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they are very visually striking scenes. I, I do refer to uh, Jane grabbing Mjolnir as the glue gun scene because you see all the cracks in the hammer itself. But I think I'm going to pick the scene where Thor's actually sitting under the tree of life. I'm not going to attempt to say the tree's name because I'm going to butcher it. Um, but it, it's not going to have a huge significant impact on the plot of the movie. But when you look at the scene, it's visually very striking. And then on his shirt, 
in in the movie you can actually see underneath the vest it's a drawing of the tree of life like what he did with Jane so that tree mentality is actually going to carry throughout the plot it's just more of a metaphorical symbol than an actual one or like an actual plot piece yes um that was probably mine you know this when he's under the tree and he like opens his eyes has his eyes been that blue this entire time it's they seem like extra blue in that shot um well he does have i don't remember from infinity war to endgame does he still have a, a new eye from rocket gave him an eye he gave right, him an rocket eye. gave him an eye yeah but the eyes i, I don't I can't remember if the eye was different or if he like connected to his other one and i don't know but his eyes are very <laughs> same color now so i don't know if they yeah. just forgot or who knows um they, they probably the they probably did some colorization on it to make it seem extra blue because yeah. his eyes are naturally not that blue they're more of like a pale blue <laughs> right. um right. but in that scene i think they probably just did some photoshop magic um since i'll said all those i i really like the opening shot of him running as as, yeah. as a little boy and to the to the, like the young man and to when we first meet him and then now you know that the fur the fur attachment to his suit is just he has some great looks in this trailer <laughs> i just gotta say that the vest the freaking vest and the the best avengers hat uh when when he's doing the the freaking chain exercise yeah, is just battle yes the <laughs> battle chain ropes um yeah we I, love I, a training montage <laughs> yeah, I um i'm very interested like where is he then and like what is what was dead is that one of like a, a dead dwarf or something I, I really wonder where he's training at so yeah I, I but i pick him running that was just a really nice little opening shot so Biggest questions y'all have that the trailer gave you? Anna. Was the dwarf... Oh, I can never say this character's name. Eatrees, the guy that Peter Dinklage played? I hope it's not the oh. same character. That would be very disappointing. Oh, I'd yeah. be very upset. Don't kill him. Please don't that kill him. <laughs> we only got him in like, those, those few small scenes. He's good. <laughs> um, he needs to make some they're more... Only, they'll only kill him if he dies. That's that's how dying works. <laughs> oh man, that, that's just great. Um, my my only question, like I said, is I just want to. Is this almost a fake out? It's like the movie is going to be drastically darker than Ragnarok was, or is it, it going to be along the same lines of of the trailer end of Ragnarok? It's going to be. You know, it's definitely going to have some somber and intense scenes, but still has that kind of light vibe to it throughout. Or are we going to get more more serious vibes? Like, I mean, even more people are probably going to be dying, and Thor's very introspective right now. It seems like he's just ready to quit. And obviously he's he's got to do something throughout this movie to help uh, protect everyone from gore. Um, so I just, yeah, I want to see how that happens what exactly gore does to create the the spark of the movie really uh, what makes thor be like okay i have to get in here and is he actually even going to be a big part of the fighting or is, is like we said is jane going to come in and really be the 
the driving aspect. I'm I'm very interested in that. Um, Kyle, did you have one that you were you're thinking about or? Um, this isn't necessarily a heavy plot related question, but I I I'm wondering how much of it is going to be spent. Like Ragnarok is a hundred percent set in space. There's not a single scene set on Earth, and because of Jane being in the movie, like a human being becoming this god-like being, I wonder if we're gonna get some stuff set on Midgard. Maybe the maybe Darcy and um, uh, Selvig make an appearance. Like maybe we get some of her crew, and then we get the transition from her to like you know crossing the Bifrost and and becoming a a god. Uh, I'm curious about that. Because then that opens it up to like, obviously, we all are very big fans of Darcy. So I'm I'm always down for more scenes with Darcy. But we could get some scenes with Heimdall, you know, and like allowing her access and stuff like that. Of course, there's no Asgard. So like, you know, I'm curious as to what what brings her into the fray, whether it is a, a trip from Earth to space or if it's just she just shows up. I'm, I'm curious about how that happens. I dig that. Um, Ryan, what what had you uh, questioning? What was your big question coming out of this trailer? Yeah, so I'm really curious about uh, the Olympians and you know where they fall into the pecking order. Um, how what the, was their relationship with the Asgardian gods? Were they, um, you know, relatively were they above them or were they on good terms or um, did they not know about them and are they now you know the dominant sort of god force now that um, Asgard has taken its you know its shots and then lost a lot of people so. Uh, I'm really interested to see what they do with that. Or maybe they're just fodder for gore. You know, that that's possible too. So, uh, yeah, definitely interested to see um, where that uh, that all leads. So, I think that um, I will say we do see them on Earth. At least they are on New Asgard at some point. And we do get Valkyrie in a suit. You're right. Yes. Like Anna said. In a suit. And her, and her men in black suit. Anna, I know. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Anna, do you think Valkyrie's gonna play a big part? I mean, she was very important in in Ragnarok. I, I really hope she's just as, as important. What are your thoughts, Anna? Well, first of all, she has to be if they gave her like a whole mini segment in the trailer, right? She's not gonna be in there for like 30 seconds. What I am a little concerned about though is isn't Jamie Alexander coming back as Sif? Where was Sif during this whole trailer? Is she? I forget. Did she get? He's on IMDb. I don't know if they confirmed that. I, mean, I hope. On IMDb. Yeah, I hope so. I, I don't, honestly, this is her. not me. This is not me taking shots at Sif, but I don't think she would be prominently in the trailer, even though she was in the movie. Like, she's a great character, but I don't think that they would prioritize a character like that, as opposed yeah, to, if they're, <laughs> if they're thinking, I'm going to bring in Natalie Portman as Thor with the money shot. I'm going to bring in Cork. Like, I don't think that they would prioritize her very highly. Again, that's nothing to say against Sif, because I love I love Lady Sif, and I love Jamie Alexander. I hope she's in the movie. We have no Warriors 3, so it's really just her. <laughs> um, she was but, very briefly in Loki, so it's not like she right. hasn't been around the MCU recently. So, yeah. Very true. That's, that's the other question I was going to ask that I forgot about. What do we think the over-under is that this is the first uh, Thor movie without Loki? I think it has to be unless he's in a stinger is my bet. That that's my official betting. He's okay. in a stinger if he's in the movie at all. Or a throwback. It's interesting. Or it's, a throwback. You know, it's, it's, it would be cool. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, flashback to them growing up together or something. Um, the snake. The, the, the snake. <laughs> the, snake yeah. the, the, the first ever get help. Um, I'm I'm curious because like we have yeah all th- th- first of all congrats to Hemsworth for being the first original Avenger to get four uh, solo movies. But um, okay. yeah, but uh, it'll be the first Thor movie that's not. I will say all not like featuring loki and almost not like centered around loki like thor the dark world has a lot going on but it ends up still just being the loki movie with some appearances by thor and natalie portman and then ragnarok also had a lot going for it i'm not not saying loki is like the standout from that but even he kind of comes in and the scenes that he's in he steals this the show so it'll be interesting to see the first thor movie that isn't like dominantly featuring loki anna what do you think well, first of all, I agree with you. It is a very interesting fact that he is the only Avenger that's the original to get four movies. But first of all, Dark World is the Darcy movie. <laughs> is it, though? <laughs> it, okay, if anyone's listening and they haven't seen the YouTube clip that's uh, Dark World, but just all of the Darcy parts, it's fantastic. Highly recommend if you need some serotonin. Is the movie actually called The Darcy World? Oh, it, it, it might should be. be. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I'm just, I cannot wait. I mean, this comes out when now? Uh, June? July. 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 <sighs> okay. We're not too far out. We just have a couple more weeks until Multiverse of Madness. Um, I, I, okay, I had one more question to ask. In relation to Thor, Love and Thunder, do y'all think we're getting a connection at all to Moon Knight? Yes or no? The the trending theory right now seems to be that the reason we haven't seen anything related to Gore is that we're going to see him first in Moon Knight and that he's going to kill Khonshu. The problem with that, I think, is that like how how I don't know a lot about Moon Knight, but how does Moon Knight work without Khonshu? You know what I mean? I mean, this episode kind of answered that a little bit, <laughs> but like, you know, so like I that would be a cool way to backdoor bring in Gore, but I don't know how viable that is for the future of Moon Knight. Um, so I don't. So I right, go ahead. Oh no, sorry. I was gonna say, or maybe he he kills some of the other Egyptian gods. Right. Maybe Amit or yeah, the, the fucking hippo. I hope not the hippo. Don't kill the hippo. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe my answer is like a, a tentative no, because I just don't. Th- I think they have so much going on already that it, I don't know if they want to bring in Moon Knight as well. Okay, Anna. Yes or no. My knee-jerk reaction is no, but I do see it as a plausible way if they're going to kill off some of the other Egyptian gods. I think it's more likely we're going to see a crossover between Black Knight and Moon Knight because it's the same museum that was used in Eternals and in Moon Knight. So I think it's going to be more likely to see that one. The timing of the trailer dropping is really interesting, though. Right? Like, why didn't the trailer come out earlier? Yeah. Right. And and that's the only reason I'm personally questioning if there's going to be a crossover or not. Hmm. Sure. Ryan. Yes or no. 
I am leaning towards no. Um, yeah, I think Anna's right. I think the timing is really interesting, and I think the way that the Egyptian gods and Moon Knight have been used is really interesting so far. Um, and obviously, you know, there's a couple episodes left we have, so there's a lot that can change. Um, obviously, there's a lot in this episode. Um, but yeah, I would guess no. I, I think... I think they probably want to um, keep the show contained as much as possible. That that seems to be what they're going for so far. Um, and I, I think that, you know, Gore um, coming in and, and killing some of the guys would just be such a curveball that, um, I mean, obviously, like, I like that would be cool. Like, oh, yeah, you know, that's, that's cool to see. But um, I don't think that's the direction they're going. Um, but I could be wrong, so, you know, we'll see. Yeah, if if last year and the first year of Marvel MCU shows have taught us anything, very rarely do they actually give us the, the big the big swing. We got it once. We got he who must remain, you know, he who remains. And other than that, we never got Mephisto. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> Even though we thought we were getting him every single time. So I'm going to say no. We we are mm-hmm. not. I definitely think Anna's on the right track. I think we're getting I think we're setting up for what is it? The uh the Midnight Suns? Um what what are their names? Um with with Blade and and the Black oh, Knight yeah. and Moon Knight and Ghost Rider. What are their names? Oh. Uh, midnight, I think what, you're right. Midnight yeah, Suns. Yes. Not the Midnight Boys. Not the Midnight Boys. Pew pew. No. Um, <laughs> but I think they're actually going to actually set that up, if anything. So I I don't know if it's going to yeah. be Black Knight or if it's going to be Blade again. I think Blade could be our our Nick Fury of of this this crew and just coming to get everybody who he needs to help take down a big supernatural threat or something. Who knows? I'm so into that because so I don't I don't know the Midnight. What was I'm sorry. What's it called? Midnight. What? Midnight Let me look. Is that Midnight for sure? Suns. Okay. I don't yeah. know that group that well in the comics, but Justice League Dark is a thing in DC where it basically, if they want to deal with something supernatural, they have like Constantine Swamp Thing, um, yeah. Zatanna, like a couple of these. So, oh, it is Midnight Suns. Thank you, Anna. Um, yeah. But uh, so they have that kind of section of like supernatural kind of stuff in in DC. So I would love. Like you're saying, if Blade was like the Nick Fury of that group, kind of bringing everyone together, and we get like our own pocket of MCU that deals specifically with horror stuff or supernatural stuff, I am so into that. That would be so fun. You know, what would be incredible as if we um, we finally did get Mephisto, and then he gets killed by Gore, and then everybody just like loses their minds. He's a god too. <laughs> Oh, he just like shows up. Things. I'm Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> he's on. He's on screen for less than thirty seconds, like total oh, screen man. time, and then he's just dead. That's... Oh my god! I'm still not over that. Cad Bane deserved better. Okay. Um. All right. Before we get out of here, anything y'all wanted to get y'all off y'all's chest about the MCU in general? Wow. Is this you giving me free reign to to crap on the MCU? Sure. I mean, if, if you have something <laughs> to crap on them about, um, um, I think they're doing I, pretty well. I think they're doing yeah. fine. Give us more genres. 
Thor Love and Thunder seems to be kind of edging towards maybe a rom-com. Rom-com? And we haven't gotten a full rom-com yet. Like, yeah. we got a rom-com-esque with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp until they chickened out. So give us a full... And also, they chickened out with Moon Knight. I'm going to say that. Moon Knight has been fantastic, and I'm into it. Make it fully, like, Venom. And make it, like, Steven and Mark, like, fighting and Khonshu fighting and just this big throuple. I'm so, I'm so into that. I will say, I... I don't I didn't really get the whole Moon Knight's supposed to be scary and like this are kind of horror property. And it's like we didn't get that in episode four. That was a proper nice horror episode. Like episode four is until the last ten minutes, episode four is basically the mummy. And I'm so into that. Down to the creepy thing chasing Layla that I still don't know what that was, but I'm probably gonna have nightmares about it tonight. Um yeah. I'm with I'm with you. It's very supernatural esque, and I'm into it. Anna, your MCU hot take? No, I just kind of wanted to jump on board with Kyle. Uh, but it was creepier than the Mummy. Like the Mummy does not give me the heebie-jeebies or nightmares. And yeah. I was literally live tweeting Damon while I was watching this. And my yeah. reaction was just absolutely ridiculous. She was not okay. <laughs> I really was not okay. <laughs> oh, um. Okay, here here's some of the examples. I was like, she's crawling on a nest, Damon. It took her, Damon. I'm unwell. <laughs> it has a hook for a hand. I've seen this episode of SpongeBob with the hash slinging flasher. <laughs> this is all true. I have receipts. I've seen it. Um, all right, Ryan. Any general MCU thoughts on, on that or Moon Knight or anything? Um, yeah, we've gone over a lot of stuff. I just wanted to give a shout out to, um, they just uh, put out recently a, a poster for Miss Marvel. Um, that was really dope. And uh, I've, I've always been excited for that. And I'm just like even more excited now. So, yeah. Speaking of genres, like Kyle said, I think this is going to give us like a homecoming. Spider-Man was a fun like high school movie. This is going to be like an actual like coming of age tale I think. Like if we can get it. And just a really cool like actual like kids show within the MCU while also still being a, you know fairly adult. I, I, I'm very intrigued to see what they're going to do with Miss Marvel. Yep. Anna? So I haven't heard anything through like official websites or channels but werewolf by night has been getting a lot more traction than normal so um that's going to be interesting to see if they actually wind up filming that i think what was it like gail garcia bernal is allegedly involved um the one girl from uh oh my goodness i cannot think of her name she played jenny in outlander i think it's laura donnelly oh Oh, yeah. Laura Donnelly, in, star in the... of the critically acclaimed HBO series, <laughs> The Nevers. Oh, that show. That, that show is brought up again. I never thought that I'd hear that, that again. That <laughs> uh, Kyle will never forgive me for. <laughs> oh, There's the train. There's there the train. That, that's it, guys. That's the, that's the signal. We gotta... <laughs> we gotta that's our outro go. music, actually. <laughs> that's... We gotta hop on the train, take take a ride. Um, but no, that, that was a lot of fun uh, talking about Thor: Love and Tr- Thunder and MCU with y'all guys. And uh, yeah, that was a really fun episode. Any any thoughts, y'all? 
Thanks for listening. We hope you guys like these little these mini-sodes are down for the turnaround series. Let us know. I, as Just like our main episodes, let us know if you have ideas, stuff that's more suited to you know a, a smaller episode. We're certainly down to... We were talking about it a few days ago. We'll draft whatever, even if it's on a mini-sode and it only takes five minutes to talk about. <laughs> we, we love this. So hit us up with ideas. And if you do hate these, just remember, it's Kyle's fault. It's always Kyle's fault. <laughs>